views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. Authors Hour. Get the story behind the story. It's all on the Authors Hour. You'll get to hear the authors talking about their books and the journey behind how it all began. Join the opportunity to hear the insights on what inspired them to write it. Now, here is your host, Wayne G. Barber. Thank you, Roger, and good morning, America. Tuesday morning, 9.05, another edition of the award-winning Authors Hour radio program. On the station with personality, SmokinWNRI.com, 99.9, AM, Alexa, Apple. And thank you very much for so many listeners on that very free app, TuneIn Radio. And numbers on that are just growing by leaps and bounds. We have today Gloria Gemma's Forever in a Hearts, a collection of stories and memoirs, volume one and volume two, by Susan Latine is the editor on that. Uh, this is a follow-up from about three years ago on the first book I did on the Cancer Society that does such good work throughout New England and the world. Can't wait to dissect this and talk about some of the stories of anthologies of either cancer survivors or family members who have lost a loved one. Don't touch that dial. We're just warming up. You know, there's a lot of repair garages in Northern Rhode Island, tire dealers, oil change specialists, new car dealers. We have a high-performance specialist, too, that sponsors with our show, been with us since day one, and I'm proud to announce that DMB Performance is staying on for another season. Big DMB Performance Automotive Repair at 91 South Main Street, Pasco, Rhode Island, 401-710-9800. If you're coming up from Route 295, take exit 7B onto Route 44, then at the lights in Chipachet, bear right onto Route 100. Complete repair and service of domestic, foreign cars, and light trucks. High performance work is their specialty. Already since 2000 in the town of Burrowville. Engine diagnosis, suspension, Rhode Island State Inspection. They do a real bang-up job with air conditioning, CV work, all kinds of axle work, and fuel injection. All mechanics are ASC certified an auto advanced level specialist and engine performance. They specialize in Ford high performance and engine rebuilding. Not just a changer of parts. Engine rebuilding, they'll get their hands dirty. They've worked on the Task of Ford race program from 1984 through 1997. Again, local jobs and local taxpayers. Stop by for an appointment or an estimate of any repair or preventative maintenance. Call for 401-710-9800 and that's Dawn and customer service, one of the best in the business at DMB Performance and Automotive Repair 91 South Main Street, beautiful Pasco, Rhode Island 401-710-9800 Full machine shop services available now and also their staff is on summer hours, uh, that's a 10 hour day, Monday through Thursday and uh, Dawn will book all of your appointments right there AuthorsHourBookstore.com. New and slightly read books, 
If you heard our author interview on our Authors Hour every Tuesday at 9 a.m., we will stock it. Call Wayne, WNRI at Yahoo.com for any locator service or a closeout book. Again, it's the new Authors Hour Bookstore.com. Over 600 books on file right now out of a collection of over 7,000 books. Uh, we can make arrangements and get another 10% off by mentioning today's show at WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. And we'll make those arrangements and get it right to your door. Book Lovers Gourmet. She'll be opening about 10 o'clock. But I think I can smell that Hogan Brothers coffee trickling right down the Blackstone Valley. Uh, it's also available by the pound by popular demand. Uh, Book Lovers Gourmet is your local independent bookstore owned and operated by Debbie Horan since 1995. And the address is 72 East Main Street in Webster, Mass., 508-949-6232. Very receptive to local authors local poets, uh, musicians, and artists. She always has a display on or a book signing. And what a children's department, including puzzles, games, and so much more. As book lovers go May at 72 East Main Street in Webster, 508-949-6232. Folks, if you or someone you know is celebrating a birthday and you want Wayne to announce it on his program, just send him an email. His address is WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. Help make that special someone feel like celebrating with a birthday shout-out on WNRI. Thank you, Johnny Ray, IT department. Happy birthdays today. The dancing cop. I guess he's retired now from all the parades. Tony Lepore, 76 today. Our cousin, Stephen Cook, 71, and Julia Rock, the cook from Rhode Island, a big happy birthday for her. Wayne, WNRI, Yahoo.com for any PSAs or birthday announcements. Been in and out of the hospital and the doctors, going to business August 7th, but every time I see a big parking lot, I always see someone come out and there's a scratch on the side of the car or on the rear or front fascias. And I can't help but think, boy, they're going to have a problem when they go to match up that paint on a white car, a gray car, or a black truck. You better know what you're doing because that adjuster is only going to pay for that one section. And Angels Collision Center has got that figured out. They mix the paint right on the premise. And boy, has he got a reputation for excellence. They're located at 274 Putnam Pike over in Chapasha, Rhode Island. They're open from 830 to 5, five days a week, 401-949-3952. A couple of years ago, they added on a new service, windshield replacements, because that's no longer a backyard repair anymore. Now, the windshields have got to be recalibrated to match the computers on the car. They're all factory trained at Angels Collision Center, 401-949-3952. And also, we have an authentic Mexican restaurant. This is not a wannabe. It's not a, you know, look-alike. This is authentic Mexican food. 
you went to the business from the front or the side door, and you have sweared that you crossed the border. It's that good. The smell, the spices, and authentic Mexican food. A seven-day operation, open at 11 o'clock, and the location is nearby Woonsocket, right here at 114 Main Street in Blackstone. Now, don't be confused. It's a white commercial building that is shared with two other businesses. They're right in the front. And Felix has announced he has a luncheon special Monday through Friday from 1130 to 2. Just check with Felix on that, and that'll let him know that the ad is working. 508-928-0904 for reservations or a specialty authentic food or for pickup. You'll be glad you did at Casa Burritos with authentic Mexican food. On the line right now, we have our very first guest. Uh, this is a subject matter that has hit every home, every family in the world that I know of. The big C word, cancer. And it is everywhere. And the grief books that have been written about it. And the different structures that are out there. I've interviewed many, many different formats uh, since the Authors Hour radio program and been a member of ARIA for all this time. Uh, the first book I did uh, involved with Gloria Gemmes uh, also had John Bringen's wife, Nicole, as a cancer survivor in it with the breast cancer. And as you all know from the uh, Autumn Fest we just had and her activities in the city of Woonsocket, a very successful story on a cancer survivor. And then we got a report that Susan Latai just edited a two-part book, part one and part book two, of Gloria Gemma's Forever in Our Hearts. And this is a fantastic anthology, a collection of stories and memoirs a healing arts program by the Gloria Gemma Breast Cancer Resource Foundation and totally edited by our guest today, Susan Latai, of the Shining a Light on Grief book series, which I have one and two in my hand. Good morning, Susan. How are you? Good morning, Wayne. I am well. Thanks so much for having me today. A very, very popular subject, like I say. I don't know of a single family in this world that I know of that isn't touched somehow, some way, by the C word. Yes, you're absolutely right. I don't know if it's in what we eat or what we drink or the steroids that we've taken in our lives, but there's something very prevalent. And when this Gloria Gemma's Foundation first got the traction in the New England area, I saw it really grow by leaps and bounds because it's so professional and with the attention to families, especially with the grief. And it's not so much the cancer survivor. It's it's like going to a wake. It's not the person that's in the casket. It's the surrounding family and friends. Is, Is that the theme or the uh, direction of the program? Um, this one, yes. Yeah. So, so the, the two books that you have, the second one, um, Forever in Our Hearts, that was done in conjunction with Gloria Gemma, that is all family members 
that lost somebody to cancer, not necessarily breast cancer, but cancer. And yes, as you say, you know, it's very important that this foundation not only supports the person with cancer, it also supports their families during and after, you know, if they've lost their, in a lot of cases, moms or wives, that I, I can't speak highly enough about this organization. What I have seen, I actually don't work for the Gloria Gemma Foundation. I, I have a, a small business of my own, and this is part of um, what I do is working with organizations to help tell their stories. And these 10 authors in that book, was it was just simply humbling and amazing to, to work with each one of them in bringing their story out into light, into the light, because we don't necessarily always have the opportunity to, to speak about our grief, because I think even though, as you say, it's very prevalent, it's not discussed as much as I think it should. And that's why my first book started with Shining a Light on Grief. And that is, there's two volumes there. You have one volume. And those two books were 20, 20 women who lost somebody very close to them in many different ways. Um, the first book includes my story as well. I did lose my son to cancer. So... I, I understand from a personal standpoint um, of my own experience. And that's why I started doing this is because everyone's story is important. And by writing your story and sharing your story, it is, it's healing. It, really it helps is. the person heal. You know, not, I think grief will always be there. Uh, although writing about it helps them process at a deeper level than they would normally without it. Are you the first author editor in your family? I am, yes. Do you think this is going to encourage other family members and friends to write a book themselves? Mm, it's a possibility. <laughs> mm -hmm. And out of this... Uh, working with Stephen and Dawn down at Stillwater Press, then now oh, they're yes. in their new location over in, uh, I think it's West Warwick now, the new yes, location. Yes, West Warwick. They're on Main Street in West Warwick. I have nothing but glowing reviews on everybody that's used their surfaces, uh, and they walked you right through this? Yeah, they've, they've been, I mean, I've done, you know, published three books with them so far, and every single time, extremely professional. Um, no complaints whatsoever. And local and local taxpayers, too, the most important they, thing. Right, yeah. Nice that they're local and I can go down, I can actually speak with them in person, I can pick up my book in person, and, you know, so it's, it's, it's helpful that they're local. And, of course, we always want to support the local businesses. Now, on the anthology, the interviews with these women, were they submitted to you in print or PDF? Or did you actually sit down with a recorder? Uh, how did that process work? Actually, each each person wrote their own story. Okay. They they wrote their story, and I coached them and guided them along in getting the best story I could out of them. So you were editing the individual stories ahead of time. Correct before right, and then and then Stillwater did the final editing 
to make sure that everything sounded good and there were no errors dramatically or spelling errors. <laughs> yep. I, I tell you, I cannot believe the courage of all the women, men, family members, because even breast cancer now is very, very prevalent in the male population, yeah. too. And uh, how they have the courage to actually write these stories about it is really amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, well, that book there, the Gloria Gemma one, is from the perspective of a family member that they lost. Right. I actually have another book coming out that I'm working with Gloria Gemma on where I have 14 women that have written their breast cancer journeys, which, again, is extremely powerful. Um, That book will be released more than likely in January. How big is this Gloria Gemma Foundation? I couldn't even tell you honestly. They, I, I, I know the amount of people that they impact is extremely large. You know, they just had their big Flames of Hope weekend. I was at their expo. We did a breakfast to launch this book. Um, the governor was there, Speaker of the House. I mean, it's a big deal. They, they touch a lot of lives. And you would have to ask them on that about, about how far their reach really is. Um, I only know from kind of standing on the outside and and working with some of their their demographic. The endowments for research and everything else must be very, very big also. Yeah, I I don't know what they do on the resource on the research side. I think they're mainly there to be a resource that they're there to help anyone. You know, sometimes somebody just needs that lifeline because. You know, they're going through cancer and they're overwhelmed. Um, and, and they reach out to Gloria Gemma and they, they will guide them. They send meals. They do, you know, all kinds of, you know, helpful things when somebody is going through that. And afterwards, they offer tons of programming um, to help to help the women and the men going through the breast cancer, but also the family members at the same time. So this so, is another option versus hospice. This would be another option. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. Uh, the, they're more of a support of um, more emotionally. Okay. Than, than the physical care of someone um, when, they're, when they're at the end of life. What did you gain by writing this book? How did it change oh, your life? I, every single story I read changes me. Every single story touches my heart. And it's just, it's beautiful to witness somebody's transformation from when they first start writing their story till they have that completed book in their hand. You can't even put words into what that feels like. I, I am just extremely grateful that I have the opportunity to do this work. It's amazing. Uh, like I said, I have that other large uh, photographic book that I cherish. And I look yeah. at that and each year, you know, I have to basically mentally check off someone that's passed away. But I would say of that pictorial book that I have, more than 50% of those females are still survivors and still thriving. And a member 
of Gloria Gemma's, and they keep mm-hmm. coming back to share what they have. It's like a big, yeah. big family to them, lifelong. Right, exactly. It doesn't end when, you, when you're when you a survivor. I mean, in their flames of hope that they just had a few weekends ago, you know, they have a whole torch-bearing ceremony where either loved ones or survivors, they all carry those torches high and proud, you know, and people participate in those events every single year. Um, um, and I think it get, just gets bigger and bigger. Uh, the books haven't been out that long, but you said you had other books that you were involved in. Where are you going to be targeting this to do book discussions and book signings? Would this be senior centers or in hospitals? Uh, what is your target for marketing this book? I mean, I do, I do senior centers. I'm happy to go in and talk to any grief groups. Um, the Gloria Gemma authors, that book, they'll all be at, uh, what's the name, Sprout in Providence uh, during the gallery night, actually this Thursday at 6.30. So all the authors will be there, and people that come in can also buy the book. I'm doing a storytelling event on November 9th um, at White Light Books in Cranston. We do, and we also, we did a... Um, usually do a launch at Stillwater Books as well. So that will be coming up too. I mean, this second book was just, you know, the Gloria Gemma book was just released um, on September 30th. So it's still extremely new. And you got to get your email address out there to our listening audience because I'm sure the curiosity of our listening audience is up there where maybe they have a story or would like to discuss something with you too on the format and the structure and how you did these interviews. Uh, do you have a yeah. website or a uh, email address? I do. My website is shiningalightongrief.com, and you can reach me by email at susan at susanlatai.com, and Latai is spelled L-A-T-A-I-L-L-E for all you non-French people. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the other question I have that I'm thinking about it now, maybe I'm catching you off guard, but I wonder what the percentage is of male uh, breast cancer, and is that on the rise? God, oh, the I, I, I wouldn't be able it. to answer that. Gloria Gemma may be yep. able to, like what percentage of um, people that they help, although I, as far as like, you know, a national statistic... I haven't seen any books on it. I haven't seen any books on that perspective of it yet. No, no. I think think the percentages are still low. It's still mainly women, I believe. Well, uh, my daughter is in remission right now up in Maine. And uh, I credit her survival because of the early detection. Uh, She was working at the fire department and she had the greatest health coverage in the world to start with. And I think that's a big advantage. And then they assembled a team and then they, you know, come up with the prognosis and the the game plan for long term. And then did all the genealogy and the odds and everything else. And proud to say she's remission free up in Maine right now. And once a year when they go do that checkup and all that, we're all on pins and needles. 
because you know she oh, cannot yeah. take any more chemo. She can't take any more other treatments. She her body just would not be able to take it. But she canned uh, 20 cans of vegetables yesterday and living a good life out in the country up in Maine. And like I say, I don't know of a single family in this world that I know of that doesn't have some form of cancer in it somewhere. Yeah, right. I I, I don't think I do either. You lost one of your children, you said? Yes, I lost my son in 2017. And what type of cancer did he have? Uh, he had a brain tumor called glioblastoma. Okay. And is cancer uh, prevalent in your family? It is not. I'm finding that out a lot, too. You know, I'm under the illusion that a lot of stuff is hereditary. It's not. And, uh, you know, it can hit you on the blind side at any time. Uh, Absolutely. It's got to be a painful sign for you uh, every anniversary that comes up. But I know you're the survivor to move on and learn from that, especially with your grief counseling that you're so good at with a great reputation. Where do you see Thank yourself you. in five years from now? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'll continue to work with the Gloria Gemma Foundation and putting, you know, more books out. We're looking at you know, two additional ones in 2024, and I can see that project going on for as long as they'll have me uh, because there's never a shortage of stories. And then on my own, I'm going to publish one more book in the Shining a Light on Grief series next year, so I'm still in in search for authors for that book. Um, And then I'm also looking to work with other organizations. So in five years, I could have worked with, you know, five to ten additional organizations in, you know, getting their people that they support writing their stories as well. Do you think we'll find a cure for cancer in our lifetime? Um, I, I, I think there are a lot of factors in that. I don't think it's like one thing where there's going to be a miracle cure. Um, I'm very holistic minded, so I believe that it takes an entire person, meaning body, mind, and spirit, that it's, you need to be well on all those levels. And I think once our mainstream medicine starts realizing that it's not just the body that they're addressing, people will get well easier. Mm-hmm. A and, lot of people and that more I, will survive. A lot of people that I've been uh, talking to about the phenomena of AI think uh, yes. the biggest help of AI is going to be in a cancer cure because of how much information has been tabulated in all these computers worldwide for years and right. years and years. And maybe AI, its biggest advantage will be in the medical field. Yeah, it's very possible, and I hope that's true. Well, we're seeing a lot of headway now, too, in Alzheimer's and dementia. That right. the Things are happening overnight in those fields. Right. And I think yeah, the next great. thing they're going to target is this cancer and work with AI from that perspective. And I think that's going to speed up the whole process. Yeah, absolutely could, definitely. Name of the book is Forever in Our Hearts, Gloria Gemma's, a collection of stories and memoirs, volume one, edited by Susan Latai. 
It's a healing arts program by the Gloria Gemma Breast Cancer Resource Foundation and also of the Shining a Light of Grief book series by Susan Latai. There's numerous copies out there. And do you have a website where they could purchase from you directly so you could retain more of the profits? Uh, I do. That's shiningalightongrief.com. And the book is also, the books are also available on Amazon. Amazon. And uh, also at Stillwater Books and through the Gloria yes. Gemma Foundation themselves. Correct. Okay. Uh, keep us on your email list for uh, any new publications coming out or announcements of your book signings. And that will give you a plug on that. And I want to oh, thank, thank you. you personally for writing these books, editing these books on this very, very important subject matter that affects everybody in our listening audience on the Station with Personality, WNRI. Thank you so much, Wayne. Okay, Susan, thank you. All right, Bye-bye. take care. Fantastic series, very, very emotional. Like I say, every family member is affected by the C word somewhere. I don't know anybody that doesn't. Okay, uh, transportation and limousine services provided by CJ Trans of Fairbanks today. Got a nice Ford Escape. And I did try it once this year. It goes good in the snow and I got excellent gas mileage. And, okay, I'm going to release, I'm going to remove my St. Louis Cardinal hat about two inches so you can imagine my beautiful hairstyle with my receding hairline by the Worcester Hair Company. What a great job she does. And don't forget, tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, it's Prince Spaghetti Day, but it's also recipe for a good day. And I got a feeling that Jeff Gamash is back now from sick leave, and he's going to be talking about specials at Little General. Boneless pork roast at $2.99 a pound. Boneless chicken breast, $1.99 a pound. And Corinne's favorite, cooked salami, $3.89 a pound. That and more at Little General Stores, money orders, gift cards, propane exchange at most locations, and the secret to success of Little General. They're open eight days a week with the best delis around and customer service. What a job they do. Because you know I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading. I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading. I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading. I'm all about those books, about those books. Yeah, it's pretty clear that I am really cool. Because I'm reading, reading, it's what I like to do. Cause I got that fiction that everyone chases. And all of these books take you so many places. I see those magazines, they make them reading hard. They're great when time is short, and you can even swap. If you got books at Kindles, just raise them up. Cause anything you read is perfect from the start until the stop. Yeah, Devon said she told me, don't worry about the size. Reading. I'm all about those books, about those books, hey, I'm bringing reading back. 
tell you every book is an adventure Makes you never want to stop Yeah, the one said she told me Don't worry about the side She says I'll read it like lots of books to read at night You know I won't be no close-minded blank-looking the cheesecake what a name for a company you'll never forget it it's located at that brand new rotary in the center of chapasha rhode island uh six day in operation it's owned by david silva and also uh, over 20 varieties of cheesecake i used to say 30 but let's be conservative 20 that way i'm covered also a huge wholesale business on cheesecake Available at both Beef Bonds, Mass, and Rhode Island. Good stuff. 85 Main and Putnam. Uh, Willie's Steakhouse and Sushi up in Worcester. And so many more. Also doing birthday parties now and catering. Who cut the cheesecake? I hope uh, Barbara from uh, Shark Tank gets an invitation, gets him on there. I think we could go nationwide with this. It's quite a product. Who cut the cheesecake? Who doesn't like cheesecake? Right there in the center of Chapachet. And if you see Evelyn at the counter, give her a congratulations. She's been there one year and five weeks. And she knows most of the customers on a first name basis. It's Who Cut the Cheesecake at 401-742-9240. What a fantastic uh, young business starting out. It's Tuesday. So that means it's cheese pizza beach blanket special at Sirio's Pizza Rama and Restaurant. Over 52 years in business. And, you know, the weather's still nice. Beautiful day out there today. Take care of the foliage and stuff. Sirio's Pizza Rama and Restaurant has a 15 slice a large cheese pizza rectangle and a nice cornmeal crust on sale every Tuesday. And also, uh, Sunday dinner for two, $23.99, and also a delivery service and catering. You can call them at 401-568-7187. They haven't lost an order yet. Keep that streak alive at Sirio's Pizza Rima and Restaurant. And as a community service from uh, Jimmy and Teresa, uh, remember to write this down. A Veterans Crisis Hotline is one 800 273 8255, a service of Cereal's Pizza Rima and Restaurant. Now, as you know, 
Uh, with the many programs we have at WNRI, the station with personality, we really promote and make it all possible by sponsorship from small businesses. It's the lifeblood of this business. And when you got kudos or get a big thank you, you got to get it out there. Big shout out. One of our sponsors that's been with me right from day one, Wagnolia Pet Grooming. Already raised over $600 for the North Smithfield Animal Shelter. She hasn't even been in business a year. But what a business sense she has. Bree and her fine staff are located at 601 Great Road in the Chamberlain Financial Building right there in North Smithfield. And a reminder to make sure your family member is vaccinated before arrival. Matter of fact, it wouldn't help if you, you know, wouldn't hurt if you were too. Wagnolia Pet Grooming and more. 401-999-2440. And nail clipping is available. And I think she's available now to train one more pet groomer to join the staff. We got some uh, Golden Autumn too, some fantastic fall poems by Karen Wurinsky. And I got a couple of nice emails in this morning on marketing their books. Uh, people that just had their books printed and they're having all kinds of problems uh, thinking they can give up their day job because they just got a book out and now they're going to be a zillionaire. Well, it doesn't work that way. It's like any other profession. You get out of it what you put into it. So I got a couple of emails. I think I can uh, pull this out here. Book marketing buzz. Okay. What sells a book? It starts with your creativity, your energy, your gumption, your endurance for the long haul, and most important of all, passion, passion, and passion. It continues with your readers' desires. What market are you looking for? How are you trying to fill that niche market when there's over 900,000 books released every year? You've got to understand their needs and most important of all, their curiosity, including having the right cover. Don't be afraid to change the cover of your book. If you're self-published, you think you've got cat's meow, this is what I want to go on my cover. And then four months later, you start getting a little feedback, especially from other authors or publishers and say, you know, I would have changed the cover just a little bit. And sometimes that's all you need. A cover change or in the first three or four pages of the original book to change the hook just a little bit. Go to where your potential customers are circulating. Identify who your likely buyer and reader is going to be and concentrate on that market. You're not going to be universal and have a book that is attractive to all genres and all readers. You've got to specialize your market. And you've always got to make an extra effort to do so. Have a variety of distribution venues. Get out there. Knock on the bookstores. Knock on the libraries. Knock on the groups that you'd love to have a group discussion about your book. Don't be afraid to wait. Give away copies. Come up with a secondary book. Did you just write a nice children's book that's really catching everybody's eye? And you got it priced at $14.95, $19.95, and it's scaring some small-budget families? 
come up with a crayon, a coloring book version of the same thing at four ninety five and six ninety five, and at least you'll get a sale when they come up to your table. Experiment and take risk while remaining optimistic. Utilize your network. Join the Association of Rhode Island Authors. Join CAPA in Connecticut. Join the Massachusetts Association. The networking opportunities are endless. And most important of all, for the return on your investment of a yearly fee, if it saves you one costly, expensive mistake, it's well worth it. Editing. Another place you can save a lot of money. A graphic designers. Have five or six people look at it instead of one. Especially, don't get locked into, my family member is a graphic designer. They've got the job. Talk to your graphic illustrator on what your vision of the book is. And then get you know five different opinions. And then you'll have five independent description of who's going to match up your view of the book. And it usually works out well that way. Blogging, 101 for authors. Podcasting, websites, all part of the process of marketing your first or your 10th book. Again, I've been in business all of my life since 16 years old. Fifth generation, we've been in business in Northern Rhode Island, our family, since 1871. That's 20 years longer than the call. Yes, and we're still in business. Now it's my turn. But the best advice I can give you, surround yourself with good people in the field or endeavor you're trying. And you put in the effort 100% all in. Nothing's given to you on it. It's like any other business. You get out of it what you put into it. Be very, very careful now with AI. Authors including the author, Mr. Martin, of Game of Thrones, and a few other big, big authors have already started filing copyright infringement lawsuits against OpenAI, the parent company of ChatGPT. And there's going to be a lot of cases when you write your book of plagiarism that's going to be widespread within our industry. That's the biggest fear we have right now with AI entering the publishing business. Uh, another couple of emails that have just come in on WayneW1RIYahoo.com is uh, I go to a lot of yard sales and I see old books and I'm not sure if they're duds or they're valuable. What are some of the services? Okay, I do. Uh, a fair estimate of value of books and collections. I'm not an adjuster or appraiser. There's no such thing. All you can do is get a consensus of that book's sales for the last hundred years. And I have the sources to do that. And that's the fair way of coming up with a market value. Not with somebody's advertised they want for that particular book on your different sources because that's not actually the selling price. I go by the selling price of the product and that's your true appraisal of the book. Okay, viabri.net, alibris.com, add all books are very, very good sources. 
Uh, I belong to Rare Books Hub uh, with a monthly fee because of the position I'm in with the bookstore. And I do have a lot of acquisitions on older books that I bid on all the time. And that pays for itself 100% because it's got every book sold from, I think, 1895 to date. There's a record of a sale somewhere that's been accumulated in that computer system. The software on it is fantastic. What a beautiful day for a ride in the country. I noticed that this morning coming down Route 44, the colors over Bowdish Reservoir right now are just breathtaking. What four colors we have. And you can enjoy that with your mail right across the street. At the former Pass Lakeside Restaurant, Mr. Z's new restaurant, pizza, pasta, and salad, overlooking Bowdish Reservoir. They're open seven days a week uh, at 11 o'clock. You can call and book your party or your next event right on the premises or for a takeout order at 401-239-3800. And the reputation precedes it. They have one of the best pastry displays around. I'm giving you permission. Get the pastry and eat it first before your entree. Why torture yourself for an hour? Miss Disease Restaurant, Pizza, Pasta, and Salad, Catering, Parties on the Premises, 401-239-3800-2400 Putnam Pike and Chapachet, overlooking Bowdish Reservoir. The trailers are back. The he shed is now open, not the she shed. And out in front, at Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair, they feature the best brake job in Northern Rhode Island. Get in touch with Herbie Hopkins on that by calling a Cox phone number, 401-710-9992. If you'd like to get a special right now with another 10% off mentioning of this ad for Northeast Race Cars and Speed, Scott will ship out that order by 11 o'clock. Monday through Friday by calling 1-800-766-4748. Or on the premises, talk in person with a career-long racer, Mr. Shane Hopkins. I'll be building your next race car or race truck to get you in victory lane. He also has a chassis setup fabrication right on the premises. And products are Simpson, MSD Ignition, Willwood Moroso, and so much more. At Northeast Race Cars and Speed, Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair, all under one roof with that he shed at Six Hill Road in Harrisville, Rhode Island. Congratulations to Brian Mathau, proprietor of Brian's Auto and Truck Repair. It was a member of the championship team, Corey Fanning's Cadillac Kid, we had on last night on the race chatter. But he also works out of Burrowville Motor Sales and Larry's 24-hour towing. And then it's also Brian's Auto and Truck Repair. Multitasking business, all under one location on South Main Street in Pasco. You can also schedule a Rhode Island Vehicle State Inspection, one of 11 states left. 401-568-6286. Also, used auto and truck sales, headed up by Peter and Jerry. New arrivals every day, along with expert body work and insurance estimates. As Barrowville Motor Sales, Larry's 24-hour towing, and Brian's Auto and Truck Repair. One phone number, many services. 
6286. I wonder, wonder who, 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 who wrote the book of number five in 1957 you know this is that time of the year inflation is hitting everybody's pocketbook whether it's the high food cause filling up that oil tank before the big rise coming we all know it's coming and everything we touch is going up in the last year well now's the time if you've been accumulating any scrap metal the prices they're paying out right now have never been higher And we have a sponsor with us, Ross Recycling. They're located at 64 Tucker Hill Road in Putnam, right on the side of Route 44, with branch locations in Clinton, Connecticut, Hartford, North Stonington, Preston, and again, Putnam, Connecticut, all of in our listening audience of WNRI.com. And they are looking for right now, please do not put them in the landfill. We're talking about batteries and electrical motors. There's a lot of valuable material inside, and they have the means to retrieve it. They also have laborers on the premises. Comes in handy for me at my age. I come in, get on the uh, uh, scales, weigh everything in, and then pull it over to the side, and they give you a hand unloading your products that you brought up. They're looking for aluminum, brass, again, batteries, electric motors, all types of copper, lead, 
insulated wire and stainless steel. A six-day operation opening at 8 o'clock in the morning. They are closed on God's Day. And the phone number, uh, talk to Zach himself, right at Ross Recycling, is 860-928-7165 for the highest possible price payout by the hour. I was over there, it was either Friday or Saturday of last week, and the trucks and the pickups with a lot of commercial accounts were taking advantage of the high prices right now to cash it in and drive away with that nice, nice moolah. And I talked about most of our commercial customers today. We got them all in. I'm looking at the clock, and we did a real good job today. Uh, we'll be on the air uh, Sunday morning with the outdoor scene. We're back to a three-day operation and other operations coming up in the future. But we have light at the end of the tunnel, and everything is proceeding right along. I'd like to thank WNRI for being very patient with my convalescing and the fantastic IT support service that we have. Uh, I wanted to squeeze in... Um, Poets at Lodge that had another fantastic season this year with poetry at the uh, Rose Room over at uh, 40 East Main Street in Webster and over at Roseland Park in Thompson, Connecticut, in Woodstock, Connecticut. And get Karen on here, uh, see if they have any plans already for 2024 on the largest growing segment of our industry. Uh, another guest I'll probably get on next week as a co-guest, we'll get back to two, is Dr. Michael Fine, who has really perfected the art of the short story right now, uh, going with his medical career and always a great guest. Uh, as you know, in our business right now, we've had a renaissance, a real shot in the arm on short story sales and poetry. And that poetry, I think, went hand in hand with the COVID and the young people movement, especially a lot of poetry on na nature items with the global warming and so many other problems around the world. But uh, the business of producing a book or poetry has never been bigger. Like I say, last year was over 900,000 new additions to the field. There's many ways of doing it. Uh, business 101, uh, self-publishing, uh, hybrid publishing, making a pitch with your manuscript and doing it the old-fashioned way and submitting 10 or 12 manuscripts to different publishers. But the old-fashioned way is go to a bookstore or a library or just get a computer readout of the top sellers in the genre that you want to write in, what you really have a passion for, and see what is selling? It's so simple to see what's selling. And you're not plagiarism. You're not stealing anything. But it's going to help you and guide you in your journey of getting your first manuscript out. Thank you to our fine sponsors, guests, and emailers at waynewnri.yahoo.com and for tuning in to the Author's Hour. Remember to shop locally and to read a book. And tomorrow, please have the best day of your life. Your host, Wayne G. Barber. With Arab leaders. White House correspondent Greg Clugston says those additional talks will take place in Amman, Jordan.